Hey, what's up, Burned In Teachers? Welcome to episode 156 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about why I'm deciding not to struggle in silence. That is typically where I go. I have a habit of this. And I also want to be really open and upfront with you that I'm recording this episode on a personal day slash mental health day that I chose to take way too late. So let's dive into this episode and I'll explain everything to you. I'll see you inside. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Let's dive in. All right, welcome inside of episode 156, and I am going to dive right in. I do want to let you know, too, that this episode is going to be delivered to you in three different pieces. First of all, I'm going to explain just a little bit about what's been going on in my personal life and my professional life inside of my kindergarten classroom, and then I'm going to share with you um, my the audio from my Facebook Live that I did inside of the Burned In Teacher Podcast Facebook community. And I do that because I didn't, I didn't even come close to expecting the the responses that I've gotten from people who watched it or who um, who saw me on Instagram this past Wednesday when I um, really came clean about how much I've been struggling, um, both personally and professionally, and how those two struggles kind of came together in um, in a writing data meeting that I had on Wednesday. And although it may seem really insignificant, I think it's actually very significant. The more that I've thought about it, the more that I've read your DMs and your emails and your comments on my Facebook Live. And that's why I decided to turn this into a podcast episode. And then after I play that audio for you, we're going to come back together and kind of summarize it because I want to pull all of these pieces together and explain to you what I've learned from this. It's taken me days to process what's been happening over the last few weeks. And that has come from me coming clean, being honest, having conversations outside of my typical um, circle. And it's shown me a lot. It's shown me a lot about the people that are out there listening. It's shown a lot about the community that I created. It's shown, showing me a lot about the importance of opening up and not struggling in silence. So I do want to also recognize that um, you may have noticed that 
a week before this episode aired that there was not a Burn and Teacher podcast episode. So one thing that um, I have decided through these challenges and through the anxiety that I've been feeling is that I need to show myself some grace. And I know last year, if you've been around here for a few years, you may have noticed that or remember that last year during the school year, I only did two podcast episodes a week. I really was quite literally surviving burned-in teacher alongside of working again full-time in my classroom. And at that time, the best that I could do was two episodes a month. And that worked fine. Um, However, I was determined to going back to four episodes or five episodes a month, however many weeks there were, I was really determined to going back to an episode a week. And I'm going to still do that, but I do want to let you know that I am going to build in a buffer week for myself and my team every six weeks. We are going to take a week off from um, delivering a podcast episode. Um, For those of you that are on my email list, you will still get a weekly email with some encouragement, some links, some things that I'm going to share with you, some ideas of ways that you can also plan for a buffer week. And um, so hopefully you enjoyed that email last week that we sent to you and you found some value in taking a week off. Because, you know, although it will be a week off for us, it's also a chance for the Burden Teacher team to kind of catch up, kind of recalibrate and uh, refocus our energy so that we're ready for the upcoming six weeks of podcast episodes, emails, Instagram posts, uh, reels, TikToks, all of the things that we're doing. TPT, we're creating amazing TPT resources. If you haven't hopped over to my store We are adding new products every single month, at least two a month. So, um, and all of these are really reflective of the process, the burn-in teacher process. Um, They're great companions to hacking teacher burnout. They are resources that are, some of them are bonus resources inside of Burned-In Teacher University, which if it hasn't launched already, it is so close (laughs) by the time this episode airs. It is so close to being ready for new students. And, um, and these, uh, these resources and products are av- available for free to any burned-in teacher uh, members, um, which is also something that is really taking off. So uh, there's just a lot going on, and I have to show myself and my team grace because every single person that I work with on team burned-in teacher is either a, a full-time teacher as well or a former teacher or somebody who is doing a little bit of both. So I'm very intentional about the people that I work with and I do want to respect their time and their energy because when it comes down to it, we only have capacity for so much. And you're going to hear me talk about this in my Facebook Live. So I want to give you a little bit of background on where this episode is coming from um, in terms of the time of year, where I am personally, professionally, that kind of stuff. So First of all, I want to let you know that I work in a very, very supportive environment. I have a great supportive principal, a dean of students, a wonderful counselor. Um, I also work with a really positive and supportive instructional coach. And my teaching partner and instructional assistants are incredible to work with. I know how lucky I am. I do not take those things for granted because that has not always been my experience. So I keep these luxuries at the forefront of my mind all the time and when I do my gratitude practice. So these people often make it to my gratitude list. I'm so incredibly lucky to have them in my teaching life. So this week I had a writing data meeting, which is totally normal, and and it went fine. But where things went south is when our principal asked, so so what's making things the most difficult? 
um, this is where I really broke down and I started to cry. All right. I told her, you know, and, and she is well aware <laughs> that I have been experiencing very extreme behaviors in my classroom and how I was feeling super defeated. Um, you know, because they're so supportive, we have like a, I have a, a text thread that's called classroom support that if I send a text, it goes to all three of my principal, my dean of students and the counselor. And most of the time, if they're not, you know, helping another teacher with a different student or whatnot, um, they are right there in my classroom ready to help and support me and help and support the student as well. Um, but where I've been really challenged is that I am trying all of the things that I've been learning in courses that I've paid for with my own money and that I've watched multiple times. I'm calm with my kids. I use calm down tables in our class. I teach them zones of regulation. I'm using that language with them. Um, I'm helping them to learn coping skills. I take them on walks and I, I talk to them and ask them, you know, what we can do to work together. I'm helping them to understand that I'm on their team. You know, I'm not, it's not me against them. I'm here to help you. So, I told them that, you know, I'm doing all of these things and I expect to see good results and it's almost like things are getting worse. And so we talked it out. They have been very, they were, you know, really affirmed. Words of affirmation are my definite number one love language. And so they affirmed that, you know, they see the good things that I'm doing and that I am doing the best that I can. And that sometimes it's just, it's not enough for for certain students that they they just need more time and um so so I want to kind of level the playing field here and help you understand where I am in my school year because I know you know this episode lo- lo- um going to be launching in October um so I started school o- August 10th that was our first student day um so we at the time of this recording just completed our 30th day of school so a whole month of weekdays has gone by and if you don't believe it's true if you've never heard of this before and i know you have there is a honeymoon period and the first few weeks of school i really actually felt like maybe i got really lucky like yeah i had a couple of behaviors here and there but but they listened you know and they and they they were making growth um but then after labor day weekend um <laughs> things started to change. Um, Behaviors got more challenging. Um, More patterns started to arise in some of my students. So I'm obviously not going to name names. I'm not going to give any specifics, but I will give you a vague description of what I'm dealing with in my classroom. I have students throwing themselves on the floor. They're inconsolable, screaming in my face, telling me to shut up or screaming no at me. They're refusing to even move from one part of the room to the other, crawling under tables, flipping tables. Things get thrown at me and other students. You know, people are, students are getting in each other's faces. They're saying mean things, being aggressive towards each other. Um, I've had to evacuate my classroom for a couple of times. for several times. I've never in my 14 years of teaching had to do that. Not one time. So when I say this, I also want you to know that our days are not chaotic. Like I am really good at classroom management. I and I feel like I'm a really good teacher. I run a really pleasant classroom full of gentle structure, songs. I love to sing to the to and with the students. I love my kids. We smile at each other. I intentionally make sure that I am smiling even if sometimes I have to take a deep breath to do so. I play with my kids. I hug them. Um, even and even the aggressive ones, they draw me. They draw me pictures like outside of the classroom and bring them to school. Um, they tell me that they're sorry. Um, they tell me they love me. Their parents have been super supportive. Our days aren't all bad, but 
you know what happens, right? Like you start to only remember and think about the really hard days or the really hard moments. But our days aren't filled with, you know, violence and aggression. And I know that I'm also lucky to be able to say that. Um, I, I just find myself solely focusing on those challenges even though my students are growing behaviorally and academically. So you can see where I have this this constant cognitive cognitive dissonance where I'm like being pushed and pulled like you're doing enough, you're you're being enough. You you can only do so much where on the other side I'm like you should be doing more. They should not be acting like this. You have you know so I go back and forth there and of course that is not healthy for anybody myself, my students, anybody involved. So that's what's going on at school. And also without telling you too much, there's also some things going on in my personal life um, with my biological family um, in terms of my relationship with my dad. So that's where I'm going to leave it, um, except to say that, you know, Having strong family bonds is something that I've always really cherished and something that I value so much. And even talking about it, like, it brings me to tears. Um, I am incredibly loyal to people that I love, um, to my family and my friends. I can't help but have the same expectations of them. And sometimes I'm let down in that way. But I digress. My immediate and extended and biological family are the most important things to me. And when things aren't right with them, things don't seem right anywhere. Um, so I've been talking to my sisters and my brother and close friends and of course Jeff and even even my teaching partner um, who a lot of time feels like my mom. Like they're almost the same age and they wear the same perfume. <laughs> I jokingly call her mom sometimes. Um, I've been talking through all of these things with, you know, with, these smaller circles in my life, but um, it's I know that it's really hard for us to draw that line, right, between, you know, things that we're facing, those battles that we're fighting that no one sees that we work with, um, those emotions, that, that trauma, it really does, it does seep into your school days, you know? Um, so last Wednesday on September 21st, um, I went into the Burned In Teacher podcast Facebook community and I just basically opened up about how much I've been struggling and I I just couldn't believe the outpouring of support that I've gotten from all of you. Um, you know, maybe you were in that, you you watched my live. Um, but, and here's why I fought against sharing so explicitly the challenges that I was having, okay? Like, it wasn't that I was afraid to show that my classroom, that my classroom isn't perfect. It wasn't that I was afraid of, you know, letting my guard down in terms of, you know, well, gosh, if I let them know that I'm struggling, then are they going to think that, you know, burned in teacher is just this facade? Like, it wasn't that at all. It really, what it really came down to was, I think mostly like personal pride, um, like it's really it, and I told this to my principal. Like, it's really hard for me to text them and ask for help, but I make it look easy because I text them like sometimes four or five times a day because I don't know what to do, and I think that that's it right there. Like, I feel like I should be able to handle these things. 
I feel like I should know what to do. And there, I told Jeff this the other night too, that there have been so many moments this year that I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to do. And so I'm going to leave my end result and what I've learned from all of this. I, we're going to talk about this at the end of this Facebook Live that I'm going to play for you right now. Um, but I, I think that's going to explain a lot. And then we're going to talk about this in just a few minutes. All right. So here's the recording from my Facebook Live from Wednesday, September 21st. Hey, Burnin teachers. Um, as I said a couple of weeks ago, my goal is to go live here inside of the Burned In Teacher podcast Facebook community more often. And sometimes they're pre-planned. Sometimes I'll be highlighting a new resource that I have inside of TPT. And other times I just want to talk about the realities of my teaching life to help you to understand that you're not alone and that there is somebody here, you know, in the trenches with you who is um, trying to be real, but also being really um, true to myself and my own goals. So um, this, I didn't script this out. I actually didn't even plan on going live in here until maybe about 15 minutes ago when I started to think about like how I could honestly share what it is that I've been struggling with these last few days. And I mean, really since some, in some cases, since the beginning of the school year um, and how I'm, how I'm processing it. So if you feel um, the pull to comment or if, you know, if you're watching this live, say hi. Um, if you're struggling, um, I really want you to honestly, you know, dive in and, and share, you know, how your year is going. Um, I'm not going to lie. I might get a little emotional. I have had heightened emotions these last few days and I'm going to be honest about why. I may not tell you all of the details, but I am going to be honest because I think these are the conversations that really do help to connect people who are, um, experiencing similar realities in the same space and, um, to make sure that you understand that this community was not built on me trying to tell you what to do and how to live your teaching life because I have it all figured out because I don't. And, um, so that's why I'm jumping in here today. So for those of you who are new around here, I am Amber. We have a lot of new members, new members joining every single day and week. Um, new members or new people who are just now finding Vernon Teacher who are damning me and asking questions and asking for help. And so I want you to know, like me coming in here and telling my story and sharing where I am right now in this particular season. And now I'm not talking about fall, winter, spring, summer. I'm talking about the season of my life that I'm living right now <laughs> on September 21st, 2022. Um, that I'm just, I'm just being real with you and that I don't have it all figured out. And I did create Burn In Teacher to support teachers like me who did not want to settle for feeling the way that I have been feeling um, these last, you know, the last week, last couple weeks. Um, I, I won't settle for this. Stay in this place for long um, because I know that I have a plan and I have people supporting me. Um, 
And the reason I'm here at school so late is because I'm making sub plans for Friday. I did decide after um, a very emotional data meeting that I needed to take a personal day. Um, and I came to that conclusion last week that I needed a personal day, but it just, the timing wasn't right last Friday. And hi, Diane, thank you for joining. Please feel free to comment or ask any questions at all. I'm an open book here. Um, so last week, I knew that I needed a mental health day. I really did know that I that I needed it. And at true, in true teacher fashion, I told myself, nope, there's too much new happening. Nope, the behaviors are too dynamic. Nope, you need to you need to stay this week. And so I did. And um, I told you I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> um, these last couple of weeks, not just in. Um, not just at school, but in my personal life, I've had some things happening. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've not been super open and I'm not going to open up about everything here. You know, there are certain elements of privacy that, you know, just are warranted. Um, but there are some things that are weighing heavy on my heart personally. And being a human being, teaching human beings, there are some things that are crossing over into my um, emotional state here at school. And it's been a really, really challenging couple of days. And I'm doing the best I can to support my students with their behavior and their academics. And I, um, I really feel like I am doing my best. I'm doing what is in um, my highest capacity right now. But today during um, a data meeting, um, I work for a wonderful principal and a wonderful dean of students and a phenomenal counselor. And we have a fantastic um, instructional coach who are all so supportive. And so it was me and my teaching partner and my principal and our instructional coach. And we were sitting and we were talking about writing data and, and we're doing really well in writing. You know, my teaching partner and I are amazing together and, um, and we're seeing a lot of growth already. Um, but then our principal, because she cares, she asked a question about what has been the hardest thing recently. And I, I just, I just broke down and I said, I am using all of my tricks, <laughs> everything that I've been learning about supporting students' behavior and restorative justice and or restorative practices, um, uh, with our students. Um, and I feel like things are getting worse before they're getting better. And I'm feeling like a failure. And as a self proclaimed recovering people pleasing perfectionist control freak who has extremely high expectations for herself and for her students, just like all of you, I have been internalizing all of these things that are happening in my classroom daily while also internalizing um, all the things that happen, that have been happening personally. And it just all came out. And I think that it's really important that you understand that when I say that everybody's fighting their own battles that we know nothing about, that it is 100% coming from a really good place and that that's why I built this community so that you know that 
we're all struggling. I'm struggling. Um, you might be struggling with your own personal or professional challenges. But that it is most important. It is the most important thing to understand that when we're struggling, we cannot struggle in silence. We cannot struggle in silos. Because nothing good is going to come from us hiding. And that's always where I go. Um, if I'm especially struggling, you won't see me on Instagram. You won't see me posting, you know, silly stories or silly things that are happening in my life. I, I go into a very isolated, dark place. And I refuse to use my platform as a place to only show the good, the good things that are happening. I built Burn and Teacher and I built this process for teachers to truly work through their challenges. And when I think about how I can process these consistent challenges that are clearly building up in me, um, and I start to begin where I am, and I think about what brought me here, you know, begin where you are, my triggers, is, you know, I think part of what is causing me to feel very overwhelmed, not enough, um, very frustrated, are that the things that are bringing me down are things that where I have reached a, a crossroads of whether or not I need to continue to try to control other people's decisions or other people's behavior, or if I am going to choose to let those things go and to do my very best. And that is very hard for me. That's very hard for us, right? Like we're fixers. Um, we want to do what's best for everybody, um, or at least what we think is best within our, you know, within our own bias, within our own experience. But what it comes down to is I can only do so much. I am one person and I have my own capacity and I've reached it these last couple of days. So I don't have anything to come on here and teach. I don't have anything to come on here and preach about. I don't have any like topic bullet points of what you should do. You know, that's the burden process, right? Like, um, but I don't want you just to see the good things that are happening um, in my life all the time. Of course, like I said, I, I'm not going to share all of the details, but I just feel like it's really important for us as a community, as people, you know, who have come together here in the podcast community, um, whether you've been here a long time, whether you're, you know, an OG, you've been here since 2017, uh, 2018, that, um, just to know that the burn in teacher process and burn in teacher in general was not created to make you have a perfect life and make everything sunshine and rainbows and that um, we're better together and that when hardship happens that we know who we can lean on and we know what our next best step is and that if we don't know that we have a group of people can, who can speak that same burned in language with us. Um, so I was thinking on my ride to school today that 
I want to do this job for a really long time, at least for the next five to seven years. Like I don't have any desire to leave the classroom. And I don't think I've ever said that before. I don't think I've ever had a teaching job where I have said, this is it for me for a while. I'm not moving the goalpost. I'm not trying to get out of here. I'm here. Like I'm here. This is what I want to do. And I actually consider that a win, especially with as hard as these last couple of weeks have been. Um, and I, I think that is because I, I know where I stand. I know what my, where my, what my values are. I know what my goals are. And I, I feel really steadfast in those. But um, that's it. That's all. I just wanted to come in here and tell you that whether hardship is or has been happening to you, um, I hope it doesn't happen. But if it happens in the future, that this is why I built this community. I did not build this community to project perfectionism. Um, to perfect somebody who has all the answers or to perfect or to project somebody who is like Instagram, Pinterest, perfect <laughs> because I'm not. And um, so I'm taking a personal day on Friday and I have some things that I want to do. Some of them have to do with burn-in teacher. Some of them have to do with just Amber. And I think it'll be good for me. So I finished up most of my plans. I'll get everything laid out tomorrow. And I'm just going to take some time to process and reset, which is what, you know, we try to help our students to do. And I have the same expectations for myself whenever I'm really struggling. So thank you for listening. If you have any questions, any thoughts, any ideas, <laughs> Um, I really do welcome them, and I hope that you feel compelled to come here and seek support whenever you need it, and I'm really glad you're here, and thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day. Burn on. Gosh, it was a little hard to listen to. Um, so... I want to move on now since I've sort of, I feel like I've explained myself the best that I possibly can. And here's what I want, here's what I want to tell you that I'm learning the most from this. And this applies both to the challenges that I'm experiencing in my personal life and in my professional life um, with my students. Two things. Number one, I have to meet people where they are, not where I wish that they would be. And that's something that's very hard for me because I have very high expectations for myself and for my behavior and for the way that I make other people feel. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that is going to be where everybody else is. And that means I have to shut off that part, not shut off, maybe shut off is not the right language. Maybe that means that I have to raise my awareness around where people are and and meet them there. I have to meet them where they are. And this includes people in my personal life who I love and people in my professional life, my students who I care deeply about. And that's something that's really hard. And But that also, what that does 
is that opens up the other thing that I wanted to quickly tell you about. When I meet people where they are instead of where I wish that they were, it opens up my perspective to say they are doing the best that they can with what they have right now. And I'm doing the best that I can with what I have right now. And my best last week may not be the best that I have to give this week. What I give to my students today may not be what I'm able to give them tomorrow and vice versa. What they were able to show up and give me yesterday may not be within their capacity today or tomorrow. And again, vice versa. What they were not able to give to me today, they might be able to give me tomorrow. And when I meet people on a human level like that, where there are no expectations for how things should be, they are just what they are. And that allows me an opportunity to build a relationship based on understanding, based on empathy, and based on the fact that we're in this together. And I'm going to be here for you when you're ready, no matter what. And I don't mean that in a toxic way, like you can treat me like garbage and I'm always going to be here for you. Now, in the case of my students, I'm going to continue to show up for them. They're kids. They're, some of them, barely five years old, okay? And in the case of my family, of course I'm going to continue to show up and I'm going to do my best to meet you where you are because we all deserve to be met where we are with the opportunity to do better when So here's my encouragement to you today, and I'm talking to myself here whenever I'm telling you this, is here's what I encourage you to do. I want you to write down the most challenging relationships that you have. It could be with your principal. It could be with your teaching partner. It could be with your students as well. It could be with anybody. It could be with a family member or a friend. I want you to write down the names of these people that you have what you would consider a challenging relationship with. And then I want you to write down where you feel like they are. And an important part of this practice is understanding what radical acceptance is. Radical acceptance is accepting life on life's terms. It's not agreeing with it. It's not condoning it. It's just accepting life as it is. And that really truly is what empathy is. It's accepting the way that things are, knowing that we're all in this human experience and truly believing to your core that we're doing the best that we can with what we have in this very moment. And I know that that's so hard because they're not doing things or handling things, you know, whether it's their emotions or their time or their energy or whatever it is, they're not handling it the way that you would. And that's a really hard thing to do is to step outside of yourself and to just accept their way of doing things for what it is. And then the last step of this practice is to brain dump some ways that you can meet these people where they are. And this is going to be so different for all of the different relationships that we have. Because in the case of my students, like I'm going to keep showing up for them and my way of meeting them where they are is always getting it down on their level and asking them how I can help them. And that is always going to be my number one way that I address their behaviors. How can I help you? Showing them that I'm on their team. If it's in the case of a toxic relationship with another teacher or, you know, anybody else in your life, your best way to meet them where they are may be to not meet them 
And what I mean by that is to not show up in the spaces or places that you typically would meet up with this person. Because right now, where they are and where you are is not a healthy place. And when you're ready to show up or when they're ready to show up, then you'll be ready to move on to the next step in either repairing the relationship or not. So I would love to hear your thoughts about this podcast episode and how you are choosing to process your hardships. And uh, so please send me a DM at Burned In Teacher on Instagram. Send me an email at support at burnedinteacher.com. Jump into the Burned In Teacher podcast Facebook community and let's talk about this because I am feeling so much better after opening up about my challenges and I'm being consistently reminded that I've done the right thing by not struggling in silence. And I definitely do not want the same for you. All right, everybody, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned in teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the burned in teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.